dig this. First 125, Moro here from Grundle. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Meta, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fly Racing, Bills Pipes, W Wheels, Motul MX, X-Brand Goggles, Moto Ice Wrap, and Moto Stuff make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Meta, Maxima Racing Oils, Motul, and Spokeskins. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got the 88 machine of Ronnie Stewart. Ronnie, how's it going? It's going great. Thank, Thanks. Um, glad to have you back on the show. Uh, excited to to have you on because uh, the weekend is finally here. We've been waiting for you to uh, return to the series, have that uh, familiar yellow Suzuki out there uh, styling and profiling. A uh, little different number than we saw last year, but uh, that same Ronnie Stewart style uh, coming back from a, a wrist injury. Uh, you've got to be on cloud nine, especially uh, considering you were able to do press day uh, this this last uh, this week. So uh, that kind of adds to uh, the excitement. Yes, all good here. Um, it's been a long time coming. My injury was just over four months ago. Yesterday was actually the day um, that it was four months. So it was a, a long recovery, but um, actually I was able to accelerate the process uh, a little bit and uh, jump ahead of what my doctor's original predictions were for me. So it, it wasn't uh, a very simple break, unfortunately. I, I broke the top of my uh, left distal radius in multiple places. Um, in in some of those, um, some of those fragments uh, pretty much shattered, and um, it just wasn't even um, worth trying to piece together. There's one notable piece that uh, rotated 180 degrees, disconnecting all the blood vessels, um, everything there. So, um, luckily, I had a great doctor. In Tallahassee, I, I got hurt about an hour north, 40 minutes north of there. Um, my uh, my ride there seems like a lot more than that, but it's about 40 minutes. And um, I was able to get in surgery that day. Um, luckily, he was able to do a really good job for me and, and uh, recover my, my wrist. And um, he put four, four pins and um, an external fixator on there to keep everything from not moving. And, um, you know, I've just been trying to stay positive through the whole thing, um, stay optimistic that I would be able to return to Supercross. Um, and that's what really kept me really pushing. Uh, because the reality is for being ready, uh, to be ready for Supercross, uh, whether I am or not, my goal is to, um, in a whole, be able to turn this uh, season around. And if I'm not ready for Supercross, as in like right now, the last couple races, I'm not going to be ready for outdoors either. So, um, in my mind, I was really fixated on getting back to this race so I can get a couple of Supercross races under my belt. I thought it was very important that I don't go the entire season. Uh, just from a mental 
uh, my mental, uh, just mentally about that and injury and just getting out there and it being so long. So um, all in all, I just was really, really focused on trying to get back to this race. So um, already it feels like a bit of a victory that I'm here. I was able to be pressed. And the, the track seems tight, it seems tough, but that could just be because it's my first race of the season. But, um, um, so for all in all, you know, so that kind of yesterday was great for me to have practice. Um, and so all in all, it's just very good. I'm excited to be back in action and, uh, going to the races. We have a couple really cool races coming up with being in the Northeast twice. For me, uh, it's going to be awesome. A couple of hometown races coming down, but uh, uh, honestly, uh, before we found out about the injury, and for those who uh, haven't seen uh, the aftermath, uh, scroll down a little bit on your Instagram, which is, of course, R. Stewart. Uh, is it still 69? Double check. Uh, R. Stewart no, MX it's, it's on yeah. Instagram. You can find out, basically, follow uh, um both the team and you, Team uh, Microbuilt, PRBC, uh, the 2016 Supercross and Motocross. And uh, honestly, um, like the some momentum was building. We're watching videos of you absolutely tearing up the practice tracks. And then all of a sudden, uh, this uh, this image come, comes across the airways of, uh, of a rather mangled wrist. Some uh, looks like. Plenty of stitches, and like you said, an external fixator, which pretty much always makes things look a little bit worse. And uh, but a long recovery, which included uh, uh, you attending just about every single race up except for uh, the last couple. Um, Got to be hard for you to be sitting in the stands, uh, knowing uh, how how fast you're going uh, prior to the injury. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a great question. I, I it's been um, one of my toughest years because of that um last year i had a lot of setbacks and moving into the off season uh i just have a good group of people behind me we, we had things figured out during the summer and uh my my speed and my fitness everything was the best it's ever been um i was totally excited we um accomplished our photo shoot my bike was great it's great we have a new engine builder and suspension company twisted development doing the engines and factor connections doing the suspension um i couldn't be happier with how everything was going um and the monday after our photo shoot um we were just about ready to head west from georgia um i chain i broke two chains in one day and um the second time i wasn't so lucky so it was a it was a tough pill to swallow especially because um i was doing so great i felt like i was um better than i've ever been and then um, I have all these commitments with, with my team. Um, luckily, they were able to stick behind me. Um, so it just wasn't a very easy thing to do to go to every race. Um, I was unfortunate to be in the position that I am, but it still wasn't easy to go knowing that um, I possibly wasn't going to be able to come back um, for, a, for a while. So um, it wasn't very good. There's a lot of unknowns for a long time. There's a lot of... Uh, appointments, doctor's appointments, and x-ray visits that um, left me pretty disappointed. But um, luckily, I just I just kept um, staying positive and just thinking, you know, it, 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 it has to be good. You know, there's no way it can't be. There's no way it's not going to heal and be 100% and, and uh, be right. So I just, I stayed positive. I kept working hard. And um, it wasn't easy. There was a couple rounds that I was a little bit, you know, um, disappointed. But it... Um, it made it easier that we have a team 
uh, Microbuilt and PRBC um, sticking behind us. We had Alex Maggie for eight races that filled in for me, so that was good to uh, keep my mind off things and focus on him, helping him uh, pursue his racing goals. And um, then when we moved east, we had Vicky Golden, and that was a great distraction for me to to be, um, you know, focusing on her and just, you know, uh, taking away um, a little bit of uh, my pain of not being out there. But as as the season went east um, and as my wrist started to get better, you know, my spirit uh, started to get better and because I knew that it was going to be good. And then um, a few weeks ago, I haven't been on the bike very long, but I've been on the bike for about a month. And, um, you know, a couple weeks ago when I knew I was going to be able to really make this happen, it was a huge relief because um, I want to be out there for, for myself, um, number one, but I also want to be out there to try to do the best I can for my sponsors and represent them as much as I can. So, um, yeah, so all in all, you know, it's been a, it's been a, a very difficult season, um, in different ways, you know, I've had, I've had seasons that were real challenging, but this one was a little bit tough because this injury was something that they were telling me that was going to be a long-term thing. And, um, it made me nervous, but, um, luckily all the doctors are, are, um, you know, um, saying that everything looks really good so i'm very very fortunate for that absolutely and uh good on uh, alex Nagy for being able to uh fly the flag for you guys for eight weeks and then uh yeah once you switch it over to the east coast we've had uh vicky golden who's been uh holding it down for the uh the micro built prbc team uh putting it in the in the night show in toronto and uh having a very impressive showing i'm i'm, I'm sure that you've had your hands full uh um like giving some some tips to her and, and helping her throughout the days as well as chasing around her mechanic donk yeah yeah they're um they're really cool uh, donk i first met when we uh decided to um to team up with vicky so uh, he's a great mechanic you know definitely somebody that uh, we can all learn from when it comes to venture on the bike so pretty cool to, to have him involved with our program no doubt. So, uh, like you, you've put knobbies in the soil in St. Louis now. Uh, you're, you're the, uh, the it's all too real that you're going to be uh, racing this weekend and uh, and doing your best to uh, to put it in the main and uh, and turn some some uh, twenty solid laps. What are what are your goals uh, for the weekend? And uh, tell us a little bit about the track and the soil that you've uh, put put some soil in because it looks like some uh, some ruddy clay similar to what we uh, experienced this just last weekend. Yeah, um, you know, my goal, yeah, I think it's going to be, um, it's hard to tell. It really got ruddy in in, uh, press, but we'll just have to see how it it plays out. But, you know, my goal, it's easy to get a little bit ahead of yourself when you're on the sidelines. It's always a little bit easier sitting in the fans and and, um, observing your competition and observing how everything goes and watching the the fastest guys go around the track, but... Um, so it's easy to get a little bit ahead of yourself and say, when I go out there, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And, uh, but then when you actually get out there, um, there's nothing like actually being on the floor of a Supercross with the stands in the background. And how the tracks are prepped or, um, and built, uh, being so fresh, is different than a practice track where everything is more mellow, the transitions are smooth, the turns are more wide open uh, and fluid. So it's a lot different, but 
all in all, I, I think I'm right there in line with uh, realistically, you know, where I could possibly be at this point. My goal is to make the main event tomorrow. Um, I actually I was just on a phone call with my best friend, and he was asking me the same question. Uh, I, I, my goal, I'm going to be disappointed if I don't make the main event, um, but um, I'll be further disappointed if, I, if I'm not close. You know, I either, uh, all I could do is focus on uh, doing the best I can with each, at each step. You know, what's right in front of me. Take, take it one step at a time and really try to excel at everything I possibly can, you know, uh, with all of the rhythm, with my starts. I don't have a lot of time with my starts just yet because on tacky dirt, because this weekend in tacky, I've been practicing starts on slippery dirt. So um, that might be a little different. Uh, we're going to do a couple of different uh, settings tomorrow with, with my mapping to see if we can get it a little bit more uh, uh, suitable for the track. So it's it's really hard to say where I'm going to land tomorrow, but um, I know I'm going to be giving it uh, hard fought effort and uh, definitely going to do my best and just uh, try to take it one step at a time and um, give it a lot of effort. And then if I'm not there where I want to be, then um, I'll work on that for no doubt, and uh, I know you, you'll definitely be uh, one of those guys who's always champing at the bit to uh, to make it make it to the next main, and also uh, put in twenty hard laps. One of the uh, the few guys that um, like that that really um, gives it their all throughout the entire main, regardless of their position. Always trying to to better themselves and uh, and just racing, and it's great to see. Yeah, definitely. I've been driving, focusing a lot on how the main event unfolds. Uh, trying to do the best I can to learn while I'm off the track on the sidelines. And I've been doing a lot of, uh, pretty much from uh, four weeks after my injury, I've been doing a lot of cycling, um, swimming as soon as I got this uh, external fixator off and my uh, wounds closed up. So I've been doing a lot of uh, a lot of cardio work, and um, I, I got a quite a bit of strength training in as well, uh, primarily a lot of squats. But um, so my fitness is, uh, very good. I have a great base, but there's still there's still um, that you know riding condition, so to speak, that is uh, quite a bit different. But um, I do have three um, pretty solid 15 lap motos um, under me at the practice track. Um, I did one at top of the border and two at Club MX, and Club MX is a pretty challenging track, nice. so I was pretty excited about that. Um, so. I think that um, I think I could get in there and do pretty well with uh, with the main event. So um, it's just going to be a matter of me getting the start that I need, and uh, you know, uh, being able to make sure I'm just in position to get in the main event. And then from there, you know, I may have to turn it down a notch, but I'm pretty sure I could uh, finish the the twenty right away. Well, we're going to throw it to commercial right now here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. But when we come back, we're going to talk about that number that's on the front uh, of, of the bike and uh, what you need to do to uh, to drop that number. Before we do that, we're going to we're going to throw it to commercial right now here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. Hey, everybody! This is Jimmy Button, former factory Supercross rider. You're listening to the Big MX Radio Show. We're going to take it to the commercial. We'll be right back. When it's time to turn heads, Spokeskins has you covered. Whether it's dirt bikes, street bikes, or bicycles, nobody does it better than Spokeskins. Mix and match your spokes, or go with the same color all the way around. Either way, 
Spokeskins is the way to go to customize the look of your bike. Uniting off-road riders on every end of the budget spectrum, Spokeskins is aimed at giving you the custom look without the custom price tag. If you're looking to set your bike apart from the rest of the herd, turn some heads, and be able to change your bike's look on the fly, head to spokeskins.net. They don't just have Spokeskins on their website, they've got more. New products are being added all the time, like the Motul Slacker Digital Sag Scale, and just recently, Galfer Off-Road Series Rear Brake Lines, Oversized Rotor Kit, and Front Brake Lines as well. So do what I did. Head to spokeskins.net today, place your order, and get set up to turn some heads out there. Spokeskins, we've got you covered. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. In motocross, everyone wants one common thing. To simply enjoy the ride. Sand, clay, loam, or concrete, and everything in between. Riders all want to be able to enjoy their ride. But today is arena cross. Tomorrow's Glen Helen, and Saturday, we're heading to this gnarly sand track. How can we be sure our suspension is always dialed in? For most, employing a full-time practice technician is unrealistic, and even for those who have one, setting suspension is still a chore. Get a measuring tape, scratch a mark on the fender or rear number plate, and attempt some backward math to find 105 millimeters. Does this tape even have millimeters on it? Forget that. Head to motool.co today and set your sag every time you ride with the Slacker Digital Sag Scale. Let's hear from Johnny K. Spear himself and how this thing works. So uh, really basically you would just uh, stick it on your axle with the magnet, stick the clip on your side plate basically where the arc of the axle would hit the side plate and then uh, pull out the retractable cable, hook it to the clip, and turn it on, and then just take the bike off the stand and and take a measurement. It's that easy. Trust tuning your suspension to Johnny K-Spear and Motul MX.
2014 X Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano, and Phantom Goggle, X Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear offs, zip off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock, call up Roy Borden today at 204-633-2722. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today and never settle. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show.
Hey guys, this is Cade Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 speed too. And we're back, Big MX Radio Podcast Show, still on the line with Ronnie Stewart, the number 88 machine. And uh, Ronnie, this time last year, there was a 6 and a 9 on the front of the bike. We took a, a small step backward. As uh, you'd mentioned, there were some, some hurdles throughout your 2015. 2016, uh, also off to a rocky start, but still with some potential to put in some great rides at the tail end of, uh, of this series. Uh, better that uh, that national number. But uh, I got to say, the number 88 looks pretty good. That's what I wear in hockey. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I mean, uh, for sure, every year you want to make the lower number, but um, things don't always go perfect. And uh, last year, 69 was a super cool number. Um, this year, you could still turn it, turn it around and make it the same number. So I, I think I uh, like 88 as well. And uh, to, to your point, we still have, you know, a few super classes. We have outdoor season. So, um, as a whole, I could turn the season around. It's a little bit more difficult, uh, with the point system now, the last few years, um, when they, now they include the 250 super class that adds a lot more points and a lot more people yeah. with points. <clears throat> so it's, a, it's difficult. To, How do you feel about that, Ronnie? Um, you know, I, <laughs> I think that, I think that they should, uh, maybe it will add a little bit more confusion. But I think that they should, in Supercross, count every individual that um, gets a, a lights point, cut it in half. It should only be worth half a point. You know, if somebody gets yeah, 20, that's fine. If somebody gets 40 points, you know, they should only be able to capitalize on 20 of those because it's very difficult to get 40 points in the 450 class. And, you know, there's two series. Um, it's very competitive in the 250 class as well, but it's just, um, it, it doesn't seem right that you see all the light guys with lower numbers than 450 guys. 450 guys are the premier class. Um, and that's kind of like how, you know, the sport is trying to, you know, uh, focus on. So it, it seems a little bit backwards, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, um, it would have been cool, like, you know, to have number 50 or something when I had 69 and be cool to have 69 when I had 88 type of thing. But, um, it is what it is. You know, the rules are the rules and, um, all you have to do is try to, you know, just do the best you can, and you know, that's it. So, it's, I have mixed. Yeah, well, it, it it is what it is. You can't change it. Uh, but honestly, I would uh, like honestly like, totally agree. It's half the series award, half the points, um, or or even like. Um, I, I know we, we always get uh, so so uh, hung up in uh, the, 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 the way things are broken down, but if you were to like, leave the points the way they are and um, an only award for, for the Outdoor Nationals, it's a regional series, uh, and, um, and and honestly, like, it's a, a 250 guy, uh, for the most part, they have, the, they have the, the rides. Those guys are not marketing themselves uh, as, like, like for their for their national number, they're not using that as a like a what they're taking to sponsors. This is the number that I'm running. Most of them just run for a team, so um, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And I don't see a lot of teams being able to go to uh, 
pro taper and uh, and and go, hey, we've got national number 38, 36, and 40, uh, which is way better than that team, so you should give us more money. I don't think that that's really how that would really shake down because anyone who's knowledgeable of the sport, especially over at pro taper, would be like, yeah, but most of those guys got their points through Supercross. So it, you're not pulling the wool over anybody's eyes. And um, it's just straight up. It's, it's, it's a regional series. You don't ride. You, you'll, you could have the same amount of points that you would do over uh, – Say if you only raced uh, supercrosses in Southern California, you have the, you'd wake up in your own bed every morning and uh, and, and race all of those those rounds rather than all guys like yourself who travel uh, across the country. Yeah, yeah, not fair. But moving on. Um, Obviously, we want to uh, put our, our best foot forward throughout these last remaining rounds of Supercross and just get those uh, get that racing mojo going, get those heart rates up to where uh, the, the only racing allows it to go. Once you've achieved that, um, what type of what tracks are you looking forward to racing uh, in outdoors? I know you are a uh, you're an East Coast guy, but uh, you've always always had um, great uh, great results across the board, including places like Watchugal. Yeah. Um... My my top favorite tracks. I really enjoyed Ironman. I would say that Millville is my number one. Redbud, of course, that's a standard um, track that everybody loves. So, um, but believe it or not, I, I I enjoy Glen Helen and Hangtown. Not so much Thunder Valley, um, especially last year how messed up it was. But um, you know, I'm just uh, I'm just happy to to be able to. Just be, you know, I'm not too picky with the track, even though some tracks I'm not totally in love with. Like, um, some tracks, like Thunder Valley or Muddy Creek, sometimes you just press a little bit funny. Uh, but um, all in all, I'm just happy to be out there, and I'm just going to uh, try to put my best foot forward at each round. And uh, my, my thought is if I can have a better outdoor season, I can collect enough points to to get a number, and um, then that will make it, um, in total, just a successful season for us, even though it started off rough. So. Well, uh, either way, I believe uh, as as long as you're able to uh, to 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 ride like we know you know how, you'll most likely uh, be the highest uh, highest placing steward in the 450 class. Which is something you haven't yeah. been able to say in, uh, uh, prior to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's cool to say, but, you know, if they were racing, there are uh, two fast guys over there. To see. <laughs> they move pretty good. Uh, uh, they're uh, distant uh, distant cousins, correct? Yep. Yep. They're my color brothers. Color cousins. <laughs> there you go. Uh, awesome. Well, Honestly, uh, I would love to have you on the show. You're always an amazing interview. One question I had for you before I let you go is uh, I know that the uh, Microbuilt PRBC uh, Supercross team has a, a ton of amazing sponsors, but uh, who are some of them have, who have been there from day one and uh, who are some that have really stepped up their game in 2016 and allowed you guys to, uh, to, to have the program that you're on right now, which I believe is, uh, is one of the better uh, programs among the privateers 2016. Yeah, it, it's been a really cool thing. I've established a relationship with the owner of Microville and PRBC um, a few years ago, uh, dating back five years ago, actually. And uh, we've progressively just been 
ramping up our efforts and uh, making it stronger. We are involved with another team in the past, and, and this year it's just going really well. Um, so he's been uh, Michael Bill and, and PRBC. Um, PRBC is an alternative credit score. It's great for people that don't have um, great traditional credit. It stands for Payment Reporting Builds Credit. Um, so it's really cool. Um, it fits well with our industry. And um, they're our main sponsors. But some of the other sponsors that we had or that, or that we do have, uh, we've, had, um, we've had a couple out-of-industry sponsors that uh, came on board with us last year, um, stuck, stuck with us this year, like Liberty Elevator, um, there's a 50-yard line sports bar, um, IFC Racers tape. They're actually, uh, it's pretty cool, like the tape that you see, on, in the stands, that green tape that sort of like acts as a barrier so people can't fit too close. Um, that's actually yeah. that's actually a company that sponsors us, and they live uh, the family. It's a huge racing family. They only live 15 minutes from my house, so it was really cool to connect with them a few years ago. They've been a supporter um, that helped me get to where I am now, um, and they continue their support, which is very nice. Uh, one sponsor out of industry that we were able to acquire this year. Um, and that really made a big difference was a trucking company, HS Enterprises, out of uh, the Northeast. And some of the um, some of the industry sponsors, Hellbound Racing, uh, they're they're primarily in quad racing. They've been with me uh, pretty much most of my career, so it's really cool that that they stick behind me. Uh, I've known the owner since I was um, like eight years old, so that's been pretty cool. Um, along with some other great sponsors that we have on board for this year, um, factory connection suspension. I, I really, I am really impressed with, uh, their customer service. I've been uh, referring to a lot of my friends there and they've been having the same experience that I have. It's really cool. Um, the turnaround time is great. You can call up and talk to them on the phone. They always have time for you. Um, and, uh, and it's not me being a, you know, um, a supercross and motocross rider, uh, racing professionally. I've been testing, um, this with some of my friends and I've been hearing a lot of great feedback so it's really cool to be involved with a motivated company that um, offers good product there and uh, Twisted Development they do um, he was the crew chief at Rockstar when Eden Milfax was doing very well and he knows how to build a really really good Suzuki um, along with others but Suzuki he has dialed in Um, I'm just thrilled with my engine package Um, so it's been really cool um, I've changed pipes, so in with FMS pipe. So they, they have been with me for a long time. Um, they're out of New Jersey, so I naturally have a relationship with them. Um, it's been really cool to run. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're, um, they're, hmm. their, headquarters, yeah. their headquarters are out of, uh, it might be a freehold, or it's Farmingdale freehold area. It's out of it's Penn hmm. Central Jersey. Um, strict gear is always really cool to wear. A lot of guys seem to be wearing it this year, um, which is cool that they're helping out a lot of guys. It's Canadian-based. The uh, owner Dan is real nice. And Recluse, I've been with Recluse. Yes, they're really cool. Recluse, I've been with Recluse. Um, I started doing testing with them on their Corey XT back, like, way back. Um, before I was even pro, like, 2007, 2008. So um, had a long relationship with them. It's really cool to stay with them as well as those Ocean County Power Sports or Suzuki dealership that um, I used to work out of here and there. I actually um, lived at uh, the owner's house for a year of my life. Uh, so it, it's cool to have, you know, this team was really cool to put together 
um, old sponsors like you said from the past and have been with me um, and also add some new sponsors to it. It's been it's been awesome. There's there's plenty of other sponsors as well, um, like Novic Loves and Moto Stuff and Pirelli, um, SDG Heats and Vortex, Warps uh, Connection. Um, a lot of people that just step up and really help make it make it work. So it's awesome. I can't thank everybody enough. Nothing gets you. Yeah, man, nothing gets you stopped like Moto stuff. Ronnie Stewart, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, we'll no doubt be a repeat offender before 2016 is out. Uh, appreciate the time, my friend. Uh, now uh, you should probably uh, start get, getting uh, get, heading to bed soon because you got track walk at 7 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. It's an early day, but that works out better for me because I'm not much of a night person, so uh, racing 10 o'clock at night is a struggle for me, so... Um, I'm really excited about it, actually. But, um, yeah, I must say, I'm, wa- I'm walking around. I'm a little nervous. I'm drinking water and um, definitely have butterflies in my stomach, and it's a great feeling. <laughs> yeah. Well, for all those uh, fantasy moto players out there, uh, Ronnie Stewart is feeling excited, and uh, he's he's uh, he's excited about the – I think this um, – the. The daytime race is going to kind of play into your strengths a little bit, man. Really looking forward to seeing you out there tomorrow. Wish you all the best, and uh, yeah, keep doing what you do, man. Okay, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.